When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on a Tuesday afternoon after Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin's weekly press conference. We're here to talk about everything going on with what Coach Tomlin addressed today. We'll just we'll sum up a few things, give my thoughts here and there, and uh, just a nice little recap of everything that went on. Uh, but before I go on, I do want to say that make sure that you are checking out all the Behind the Steel Curtain podcasts. We have something for everybody with our entire family of podcasts. Hey, maybe you'll stumble onto one that becomes your new favorite. Um, until you check them all out, you'll never really know. But let's dive into this. Here we go with Coach Tomlin. On Tuesday, the 23rd of November, he talked about it's a big week coming up. It, it really is for the Steelers. If you think about it, it's a big two weeks. They're not going to talk about the next two weeks. But the Steelers have back-to-back AFC North matchups. And it's a big week because just like they talked about coming out of the bye, they are on the road for AFC North ball. The Steelers are traveling to the Cincinnati Bengals. And... They've they've already dropped one to the Bengals. Coach Tom didn't talk about this at all. They've already dropped one to the Bengals. Can't drop two. You need to go in there, get them fired up, fire up the Escaloser, and take care of business. But this isn't a pushover Cincinnati Bengals team. This is a solid team. He gets to that real quick after he talks about this past game, which was there's some interesting things here. He said something, and it ended up being a phrase he used a lot. Every week, there's always whether it's a new phrase or just a particular phrase that Coach Tomlin uses that, that comes into play, when um, we'll get to it. But he's with about the Steelers players, he says he appreciates the effort, but it's what's required. And he'd said this a lot throughout everything. He's like, um, appreciate it, but expected. 
is is a lot as the phrase that he used a lot. He's like, but with this, with the with the game against the Chargers, he's like, he appreciates the effort of guys being called on to have to play more, do more, and everything with other players being down. But it's what's required. It's 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 what you need to do in the NFL to be there. Um, and right off the bat, Coach Tallman said they should have done some things different on defense with what was missing. That they should have changed it up. They should have should have. I, I guess what you maybe what you do is maybe do maybe do the unexpected is kind of almost what he was he was alluding to. He later talked about how well he went right on onto the next one where he says they weren't getting enough from um uh, enough to keep the quarterback in the pocket with only four players rushing the quarterback. So that's something that they were able to do in week one in Buffalo, he alluded to, that you know, you rush four, keep the quarterback in the pocket with those four. But he also said missing TJ Watt and even mentioned Isaiah Loudermilk, who's really come on for the Steelers, missing both of those players um, kind of hurt them being able to do that. Um, For my own personal thing that I would say, especially talking with uh, Jeffrey Benedict, who does a lot of film breakdown for the website. If you aren't checking it out, it's behind the steelcurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, about how Alex Highsmith is more is in the role of making sure you're containing the run, containing the quarterback and things like that. When TJ Watts in the game, this was the first we saw Alex Highsmith without TJ Watts, because when TJ Watt missed the game earlier this year for the whole game, I should say, because when TJ Watt missed a game earlier this season, so did Alex Highsmith. So going into the game with the gameplay, and this was the first time it was just Highsmith and not Watt. So Alex Highsmith was taking on more of the TJ Watt role of got to get to the quarterback, got to put the pressure on. Therefore, they didn't have Alex Highsmith to make sure you're containing the quarterback, containing the run, even on the pass rush and things like that. Just it something interesting to keep in mind. So that's how, how, how things were going on. But Coach Tomlin talked about should have been able to do something else more with the defense. But if you blitz more, then you're leaving your young secondary with instead of being seven guys, only six, and having to cover more there. So did you want to continue to give help to the secondary or continue to give help to try to you know rush the passer or keep him contained or things like that? It was one of those things that what they did didn't work and Coach Thomas says he would have liked to have done something different, but also because of the players and a lot of the players that they had in being, you know, getting, I mean, there were two players playing significant snaps that were elevations from the practice squad. Scratch that. Three players. Three players. I, I almost forgot because one was also a COVID replacement. So, I mean, even if they're only playing 10 snaps, still that's significant. Um, and by having all this, implementing it in game, was going to be much more difficult based on the players they had available that, you know, perhaps they should have gone into the game with more of an option to do those kind of things. Cause just doing what they do in this case didn't work. And he fully acknowledged that. Um, they said they were less ag- aggressive with the blitz. Maybe that was a mistake, but he talked about trying to keep as many guys in the secondary as possible. Okay. And he, but he did say with those players, he mentioned a bunch of them by name. Um, the guys that came up from the practice squad, um, players like Trey Norwood playing every single snap on defense, those types of players. He said that they are going they going to be better moving forward because the experience they got in stadium from this game. So um, he was very happy. You know, once again, Ben delivered on very little prep. It was appreciated, but expected. That was the line of the day. So um, 
and they'd said that um, how big of a play that the that the, the, the punk plunk uh, the punt block um, and the and the efforts that that whole unit has been giving this year and even in past years. Um, he just wanted to acknowledge that he moved on to the Cincinnati Bengals before he talked about injuries. So we'll mention this. Um, not going to go into it too deep, but he said, you know, they have cohesion on defense. They've had their guys available to them. Um, it's funny. I don't know if you're speaking more about the Bengals or more about the Steelers that, you know, they haven't been missing guys all the time. So therefore they've gotten a lot of experience playing together and they're playing very, uh, you know, very, very cohesive there. Um, obviously and mention everyone mentioned the safeties and what they bring and mentioned the edge rushers. He said, Dan Moore Jr. is going to have his work cut out for him this week. Also had to bring up Mike Hilton, you know, um, he says, of course, we're familiar with him um, and talked about how he controls the perimeter, um, you know, like with the jet sweeps or wide receiver screens and things of that nature, how he really affects the game in that manner that you have to take that um, into account. So maybe you don't see as many jet sweeps this week uh, with Mike Hilton there to, as someone who can do that. That's me saying that, not Coach Tomlin. I don't want to put words into his mouth. Uh, when he talked about the offense, he talked about Joe Burrow and all of his receivers, not just Jamar Chase, but but the rest of them, including the tight end, Uzama. Um, he says they are a challenge, but don't underestimate Joe Mixon. And then he went on to talk a lot about Joe Mixon and what he can do and how all the other stuff is helping him. You know, those, those receivers and their passing game is really helping him um, to open things up for him. Then he talked about the injuries. He talked about two in-game injuries, did not mention Najee Harris, um, but that makes sense because Harris cleared the concussion protocol and came back to the game. So there was nothing to talk about there, but he mentioned Eric Ebron who got hurt on the play, he scored the touchdown, okay? Unless he got hurt before that and then still scored the touchdown. But the play that he scored a touchdown was his last play of the game. And then, of course, J.C. Hassenauer, who left with a peck injury, he said he has no new update. Um, he would consider them questionable at this time. I would not be shocked. Um, you know, Ebron put something out there on social media, and DJ says, hey, you know, you know, God's got you and things like that. Um I would not be shocked if one or both of those players even ended up on the IR. Even with Hassanauer, if it's a pec injury, even if it if it's unless it's the fact that he was ruled out so quickly, this was something Jeff Hartman was saying. The fact that he was ruled out so quickly means that they knew that it was something significant enough that he couldn't go back, which means it might be significant enough to keep him out a few weeks. Wouldn't be shocked if either one or both of those players end up on the IR. Um, but much like last week with um with Kevin Dotson not going on IR until Saturday. There was no rush to do it because they didn't need to bring in somebody else from the outside at this time. Don't know if that'll definitely be the case this week or not. So wait and see. He also mentioned those players that missed the game. Minka got grouped in with, with everything else. Minka Fitzpatrick, even though he's with the COVID list. I'm hoping there's an announcement soon that he's back and cleared and back to practice. We'll see. That's me saying it, not Coach Tomlin. He he grouped together Minka, TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, and Loudermilk. He's hopeful for all of them to return to practice. Now, there was a report out there on Twitter by someone that said he's hopeful for them to return against Cincinnati. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. I'm sure he is hopeful. I'm sure he's hopeful that they're going to return for that game. But what Coach Tomlin actually said was he was hopeful that they could return to practice because then the practice, because he even said practice will be our guide for how to move forward with those players this week. That's what he said. I want to make sure we get that out there and clear. All right. So then he opened it up to questions. 
Um, I'll hit some of these, but not all of them. Um, some of them were questions that he just kind of blew off. and wasn't even worth talking about. Um, he was asked how involved he is in the offensive play calling. And his answer was highly, highly involved. And sometimes things are ultimately his call is what he was saying. He was asked a question about this later. I'll wait till we get there. Okay. He was asked about Devin Bush and I will be honest with you. The, the press conference cut out for about 20 seconds. Um, at least on my feed, I don't think it was my internet. I think it was in general, but maybe it was just mine. I missed the first part of his answer. But as he went on, um, you could kind of fill in what he was saying based on he was saying about Devin Bush being back from this injury and how other people around the league have, who have been dealing with this type of injury were not able to return like Devin Bush did. For example, even said even Zach Banner, you know, who was hurt earlier than Bush and wasn't able to return until now. He played his first offensive snap this week. Um, players like Saquon Barkley, he even acknowledged Bud Dupree going on the IR again. Now it's for something different, but still it's coming off that type of ACL injury. So he's appreciative that Devin Bush is even on the field for the Steelers. That's a nice way of saying it, but Steelers Nation is like, they're getting very frustrated with Devin Bush and his play. Um, I feel bad for the situation. Yes, it, yes, his play is what it is. Unfortunately, his play is not what it was pre-injury. Um, I'm just hopeful he can get there, and I'm hopeful that he can give the Steelers enough along the way because sometimes it seems like it's not. We'll see how that plays out going forward. Um, he was asked about, you know, patching together the defense um, that he had to do this week. And his answer was, um, didn't do it, didn't do it well enough last week. Just didn't do it well enough of patching it together and doing things to make stops. So, um, and he's hoping that they don't have to do that again this week. He was asked this, this was interesting. He was asked about, um, Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase, um, that they, you know, they exploded onto the NFL earlier. The last few weeks, there hasn't been as much of a connection between those two. Coach Tomlin, he talked about this for a while, and he's exactly right. He says they put plays on tape. They put plays on tape, and it happens every year. Somebody comes in that you don't expect, and they take everything by storm. I will be honest with you. A lot of people were down on Jamar Chase. Uh, I know in my, I have a family fantasy football league where we do an auto draft, and I got stuck with him. I'm like, oh, his preseason was terrible. I don't ever want to put him in my lineup. And then he starts playing well. He had a terrible preseason. And what that, that actually might have helped him a little bit early in this season, based on what Coach Tomlin's saying, is he's saying he put stuff on tape, and now people have it out there, and they know that they have to take care of it. He compared it to, the same thing could have been said about Chase Claypool last season. He kind of exploded onto the scene. You know, there was no preseason last year for people to get tape. But then as the season went on, and then even this season, he's put stuff on tape that now people were accounting for. He mentioned Mike Wallace when he first started. He mentioned Martavis Bryant, even though he wasn't active the first four or five games, six games or so. I can't remember exactly how many of his rookie year. But then he came on and exploded. But then people saw on tape what he could do, realize that you have to account for him, and then you make the adjustments. Coach Tomlin also mentioned with that is Joe Mixon's probably benefiting from this because now teams are having to adjust to what they know that Jamar Chase can do. And Joe Mixon, it's opening things up a little bit more for Joe Mixon. So I thought I thought that was interesting. He talked about that a lot. So that's why I wanted to make sure I, I gave it um, due diligence. Um, he was asked about... Isaiah Loudermilk and, you know, how, how he appeared to be, you know, playing more and growing into things before he got hurt. Coach Tomlin did 
did confirm exactly what I thought when it came to the injury. He heard it in practice last Thursday. He got hurt in practice. That's why he wasn't on the injury report Wednesday, showed up as limited on Thursday and didn't practice on Friday because the, the injury happened in practice on Thursday. So, but he said he was growing in all areas before getting hurt. Um, um, that, that he was, he was a, uh, um, a guy on the upswing. I was trying to read my notes uh, was the quote that, that he used. And hopefully he can get back to being that once returning from injury um, is what he said. Um, then he was asked more about rushing for, you know, versus being thin in the secondary, which is kind of what was addressed before. And I kind of hit on that is that, you know, you didn't want to leave your hand, your secondary out to dry by rushing more guys, but then the guys rushing were getting it done. And therefore, um, it was really funny. He says we needed to be playing Canadian football. We needed twelve guys on the field, but unfortunately, they don't allow that south of the south of the border. So that was kind of funny that he said that. But in other words, if they had an extra guy, then they could have rushed more. Okay, but he didn't really. It was so tough to decide. Do you take away that extra defender in the passing game to rush another guy? Um, it was just. It seemed like no matter what what they were going to do, it, they were going to be put in a bad situation based on the people they had available to them. Um, he also mentioned that, yeah, they scored 37 points, but 14 of them were set up by the defense and special teams. Defense set them up with a short field uh, for a touchdown. Special teams set them up, you know, at the five-yard line for a touchdown. And that didn't even count where the Steelers' defense got the stop on fourth down and the Steelers kicked the field goal without even getting the first down. So you missed three more points there, Coach, that they really helped set them up for. Um, then he was asked about Cam Hayward and his effort and his, you know, the kind of leadership he brings with that effort. Um, here's the line appreciated, but expected. And he, this is what he called him. I'm, this is the quote to the best of my ability. He says, he's a walking, talking, breathing example of how to do it. That was the words of coach Tomlin. Um, he was asked about using Najee in the red zone. Um, if they need to use him more, he said, you know, he's, he, he's in all options back. So we, you know, we can use him anywhere, anytime. Um, he was also asked, um, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because he was asked if if Najee's touchdown after, you know, four plays of, you know, they tried to throw it to Najee on first down. I'm pretty sure one of them was a target to him. Um, but it was an end around and three pass plays. And then they got the penalty and they come in and, with Derek Watt and, they, and Zach Banner and they line up big and they dive and, you know, score the touchdown in the first play. Coach Tom was asked if that was his call. If he said, this is what we're doing. He would not answer the question. He says, I'm not going to hang anyone out to dry. I'm not going to, you know, I want to give credit to the guys that are, that are making these calls and doing these things and things of that nature. So to me, by him not answering the question, answer the question, because that tells me that, yes, he did. Because if not, I think he would have been really quick to give credit to somebody who did make that call. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. That's just my opinion. You can draw your own opinion from that. Um, then he was asked about using Joe Hegg over B.J. Finney. He asked if Finney's back was fine from where he was hurt before. And he said, yeah, he's fine. And he's like, it's a tough decision when it comes down to that. Joe Hegg's a versatile guy, things of that nature. But grateful that they have multiple options to choose from. That was his answer. Um, and last but not least, he was asked about Cam Sutton being thrown into kind of the leadership role in the secondary. Um, and he's like, it's crazy when you look out there and Cam Sutton realizes he's the senior member on, of the secondary. Uh, they were once again appreciative of, of the efforts, but expected for him to have to do it because it was what was required. That was what was required based on what they had to do. So that's Coach Tomlin's press conference. He, uh, 
had some interesting things. I mean, taking, taking credit or not credit, taking the blame right away of saying we didn't, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but to really say it, they, they didn't diversify their defense enough. Um, to get the job done in the stadium. He's saying that's on me. That's a lesson for everyone and that they need to be, make sure that they do those kind of things in the future. So with that, we're going to call it a, a Mike Tomlin press conference podcast. Now that it's done, make sure I said at the beginning that you're checking out all the podcasts here behind the steel curtain. Um, and you're checking out the website behind the steel curtain.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things, Pittsburgh Steelers. And we do have a special feature going on that we just started. Uh, that's BTSC gives thanks. We're talking about some, some uh, Thanksgiving, you know, memories, experiences, and all those things. Um, so if, if you enjoy our, our family of podcasts, make sure you check those out. And I can't finish it unless I say what I have to say each week. Go Steelers. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus